Shalom, brothers and sisters. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. So, brothers and sisters, today's topic is called For Every Temptation, Ahaya Gives Us a Way Out. Believe it or not, the Lord does give us options, okay? He doesn't stop us from going into sin, but what He does is He provides an alternative to us sinning. Okay, and we're going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and it says, There has no temptation taken you, but such as it is that is common to man. But Ahaya is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Okay. So, that particular verse makes it very, very, very clear, okay? First, he says that we are not tempted with anything that is not common to man. So, everybody goes through the same temptations, everybody, okay? But then he says that our Heavenly Father is so faithful that he gives us a way out, okay, from that temptation. We are not tempted above that which we are able which means we can't sit here and say, oh, the temptation was too great. I couldn't help myself. It was just too much. It overtook me. Many people want to make excuses. But see, Abba Ahaya has made it to where we can't make no excuses. And there's some scripture pertaining to that. I'll read that in a minute. But the Lord made it so that we as human beings have no excuse when we come before his, his judgment throne. Okay? We can't sit here and go through something and say, well, Lord, what did you expect from me? You know, it was too much. You know, you put too much on me. And he'll just be like, are you serious? <laughs> he will, he'll be like, okay, refer to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 13. What does that say? You know, he doesn't give us more than what we can deal with. But also with that temptation, with that sin that's dangling in front of our faces, he does give us a way out. All right. So let's read Romans chapter one, verses 18 through 21. Okay. And it reads, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So before I, before I continue, verse 18 is telling us that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven, okay? So his wrath, his intentions is revealed to us. He does not put that in secrecy. We understand that there are consequences to what we do. He said, is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, okay? So any sin, there is a wrath, and he reveals the consequences of the sin. Okay. And he says in verse 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them for God has showed it unto them. So the Lord is telling us that the things of the Lord. Okay. Cause it says, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. So the Lord reveals himself to us. He reveals even to the wicked ones. He reveals himself to them. 
okay he said god has showed it unto us so he has shown us and he has revealed it to us alvin knows what he's doing brothers and sisters he's making it so you as the individual can't sit here and make an excuse when judgment day comes anyone who sits here and tries to say well i didn't know would be lying because abba has used somebody or some situation to show you that something that you do he does not like but it is up to us as individuals as human beings to decide if we're going to do what he tells us to do or do what we want to do and doing what we want to do leads to death okay all right so verse 20 says for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. What does he mean by that? Well, look at the trees. Abba Ahaya made those things. At one point in time, they were invisible, but then he spoke them into existence. And now we can see the trees. What about the animals? You see what I'm saying? They were invisible at one point in time. But from his word and his will, he made these things visible so we could see them. Brothers and sisters, we live in two different worlds. This is the, the, the physical world, and then there is a spiritual world, okay? And the things that we see in the physical, he brought out of the spiritual, all right? So then it says, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Anyone who sits here and says, I don't understand, there's no way, he wouldn't do this, I'm doing it my way, it's not going to work. Because Abba Ahaya has made everything, everything in a way to where no one has an excuse. Okay? And then verse 21 says, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. This is a very clear passage, brothers and sisters. This is Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 21, okay? Abba is making it very clear that everything we deal with, everything that he has done is revealed to us all right he will not judge any of us until what needs to be known is made known think about it the judge can't persecute you well a fair judge you know because nowadays because we're in the end time things ain't fair but a fair judge will not judge you until you understand what is going on if you don't understand what is going on they're going to make sure to show you and help you to understand. Once you understand and once you see what was going on, then the judge will proceed. Just like the Most High. He cannot judge someone who really truly does not know. But see, Abba makes it known to people. He, he reveals it to them so that they are without excuse when judgment time comes. Okay? So let's see, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, and it reads, <clears throat> The Lord is not slack 
concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Okay, brothers, this is very, very important. Okay, what it's telling us is that our Heavenly Father is patient. Okay, he gives us many opportunities. He's so patient because he does not want anyone to perish. You have to understand that it's not his will that we go to hell. It's not his will at all. That is not his will. Whether you are an Israelite or a Gentile, that is not his will. Because really, all men, he don't care about them demons and people suits and all of that, the, the reptilians and all that. He cares about those that he created, okay? He does not desire that any should perish. Therefore, he is patient enough to, for those he knows is going to change, he'll wait. He'll patiently wait for that person to change and give that person many opportunities. But there are so many people out there, their spirit is just not right. They hate the Lord. And therefore, because of their hatred, they perish. Yesiah made it very clear in John. He said that if you love him, you will follow his commands. Okay? So people who decide that they want to do things their way and not Abba Ahaya's way, they don't love him. They hate him. Okay, we all say hate is a harsh word, but see, hate is opposite of love. Remember, in a previous episode, we talked about duality. All right, you have your good versus evil, your light versus darkness. Okay, that's the way it is. The opposite of love is hate. He makes it very clear that if you love him, you will follow his commands. It don't matter who he chooses to use or what method he chooses to use. He reveals what he wants from you in various ways. But it's up to that individual to decide if they're going to do things his way or their own. If they do things their own way, they're following the devil straight to hell. And that's just the way it is. Okay? Then you have John chapter 15 verse 22. Okay? We turn to that. John chapter 15 verse 22. Okay, and it reads, <clears throat> If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. And those are the words of Yeshiah. Brothers and sisters, do not mistake. Don't, don't, don't take this for granted, okay? We are in the end of days. We need to repent. And turn away from those things that are not pleasing to Abba Achaya. There are many people in my life or in other people's lives I've seen who just can't believe that um, the characteristic of the Most High could be anything but what they think he should be like. Okay? But we have to go by what the Word tells us. And whatever way... If the Lord sends somebody to you to reveal to you something, if you're not sure about it, he tells us to go to him about it. Pray to him. Ask him. You know, meditate. Try to get the truth of the matter. Because at the end of the day, if you go to the Lord and say, well, Lord, didn't nobody, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to um, wear pants, for instance, okay? 
Well, he'll say, well, it was written in my word. And they'll be like, well, I didn't know that that was actually, he'd be like, well, I had so-and-so come and tell you. Matter of fact, I had about three or four people come and tell you, but you ignored them. You see what I'm saying? And that's just an example, brothers and sisters. But that is what it boils down to. He don't have to directly talk to you about it. He can send people to you. But if you choose to ignore them, that's just like back in the day in the Old Testament, he sent his prophets. Matter of fact, thank you, Lord. There's a clear story about a man, a rich man that was in hell. And Lazarus, who was in Abraham's bosom, the rich man looked up and asked Abraham to send Lazarus to dip his finger in some cool water for him so he could get a drop of water. But Abraham explained to him, he can't do that. Okay. He explained to him, he said, when you was on earth, you had great things. And he did not. And he said, anyways, there's a gulf fixed that we can't cross, you know, to, to each other. That's exactly what he said. So the rich man said, well, can you send Lazarus to my family to tell them of this place? And Abraham made it very clear. If they don't believe the prophets who are alive, how are they going to believe someone coming from the dead? And that's true. The Lord didn't just go to every single person and present himself to the whole congregation to speak. No, he would send his prophets. And if they don't believe him, that means they don't believe the most high. So, brothers and sisters, there's no excuse. Because Abba Ahaya uses different methods to try to get his message to many people. But if they choose to ignore that, that's between them and the most high. So... Brothers, you, brothers and sisters, you need to think about where you want to be. Because if you want to be with Abba Ahaya, remember, that's his house. We have to do what he tells us to do in order to be in his house. You have to think about this. If, you, if somebody came to your house and they were trying to do what they wanted to do and not follow your rules, what would you do? You would kick them to the curb, right? If they went into your fridge without asking you, ate up all your food, did not replace it, wouldn't that make you mad? If they come in there talking about, you, you tell them the rules and they say, no, I'm going to do things my way. You're going to like it. You think that's acceptable? No, it's not. You got to stop thinking about yourselves and what you want God to do for you. Start thinking about what you should do for him. Okay? Because that's his house. We have to do what he tells us to do in order to be in his house. Otherwise, he's going to tell you to kick rocks. Okay? So, brothers and sisters, I love you. I thank you for tuning in. And just think about this. Focus on this. Ponder over this. You know, spend time with the Most High. Ask him to reveal to you what, what needs to be done for you to be able to be in his house. Okay? So, with that being said, I'll talk to you all soon. Shalom.